You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. So this is officially the Shane takeover. I'm going to be really random here. And we're just going to chat. Got questions. And I changed we're just my bio chat. on IG, guys. Huh? Changed my bio on we're IG. Like right there in the midst from our last conversation? Are you kidding? Yes. That's what I'm did. talking about. Get sure. it done. Done. Get it Talk done. That action. So I just changed it. Yeah. All right. So, Vic, what's the question we normally ask? The three, three persons. Yep. Um, Go ahead. All right. So, Ari. Obviously, you find inspiration from somewhere. So who are three people that you listen to take advice from and why? Okay, Ty Watts. <laughs> who is that? Uh, <laughs> she's my ultimate life coach. She's my she's my mentor, if you want to call it. Um, um, T.D. Jakes. I love Jake's. He can break it down in such a way where it's like, yo, got it. And um, it got to be specific people. Your your choice. Who do you listen to? The Lord. Um, that works. I, I'm gonna be honest. Because other than that, I do. I listen. I get on YouTube every day myself before I get on my clubhouses and I turn on motivational videos. So I, and that's why I'm saying, I don't know specific voices. I have Les Brown, I have different people in there. Yeah. So. No, that's good. I do the same. So, okay. So to everybody in the room, I think this is always an interesting conversation to have. Where do you see yourself in five years? Or what is your goal for five years out? Do you want to go ladies first because Chivalry's not dead or what you want to do? <laughs> Chivalry dead, cuz. No, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you just have at it. You got it. All right. Where do I see myself five years? Truth be told, I see myself. I see myself in our dream home, right? That's that million dollar home, million plus home that I told you about. And because and we had this conversation so many episodes ago, not because of the materialistic things, but because of the work that I had to build or put in and the foundation that I had to set in place to afford that, because I will not go into that home house poor. I will be able to afford that. So I will be in five years in control of my own destiny, meaning I'm probably not working for somebody else in their dream because I'm working for all of our dreams. And in five years, I will have at least seven streams of income coming in. Uh, I don't know what exactly they all will be, but I will have at least seven in five years. Five years. Um, I definitely see myself in a home. I don't know if I'd be my forever home because my forever home is, is, it's on another level, but um, at least have owned my first home, but I want to be a millionaire before 40. 
why not get started now? What's holding me back? Um, and I see myself really traveling and speaking like all over the world and doing a lot of workshops and um, different things like that. But I, I think my goal is to really travel with my message and, and what I have and shift um, people all over. So I really see myself traveling a lot with yeah. All right, so I'm cheating. I don't have a five-year plan. I knew you were going to say you gonna, that. No, I'm doing no because you don't need to do that. Nope. No, 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 no. You, you're going to follow me on this one. You, I'm not, you, not as a command, but as in once I no, say no, it. No, no, you said it the way you said it. You said what you said. I have a year plan. And the reason why I have a year plan is because it sounds crazy. And this is actually the first time I'm saying it aloud, and I don't care. Next year this time... I don't know how, I don't know what, but I'm leaving my job. I'm leaving, um, I'm leaving what I'm doing right now. I'm mm-hmm. going to find a different route. Mm-hmm. Um, simply because I think um, I've outgrown my situation. And because pe- too many people are telling me it's impractical. Mm-hmm. So because it's impractical, all right. Chip on your shoulder. That, that's that dog that I know. That's that dog that, okay, so you right. told me I can't. <laughs> yeah. they, basically told, they basically told you you're not going to be a star. You, you oh, see what oh. I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it, it goes back to like what you said, like um, what we were talking about in the last one earlier, when we was like, people, we get so boxed in to what people tell us. Like, um, you remember, Daniel, I love you. I know you're probably listening, right? You said something, though. There was a couple things in that podcast that was said that blew my mind. But now looking back at it, when we were talking about the T-shirts, and he was like, um, I hope you were talking about all the designs on the shirts on Profile District, which you didn't plug. And um, <laughs> and it said... Uh, play something. Yeah, it just hit me. I didn't plug Korean Hustle either, so we're nope. 1440T, so we're even. Um, but he, one of the things he said was, I hope you're not gonna make all of those design yourself and we even talked about it with sabrina about drop shipping but what if your full-time job becomes designing t-shirts you walk away from the job and yeah you offer 100 designs but this is what you do and again it just goes back to we we gotta start defining our own lanes and doubling down on what it is that we're doing so whereas i don't have a five-year plan what I do know, and anybody that knows me at my current situation has nothing to do with y'all. I love y'all to death. But um, I'm, in, I'm more interested in being Noah right now and, and, and out here building my own boat. So, you said Noah? Stop. Noah. I just talked about that yesterday. Oh, oh. Noah? Noah. You yeah. said Noah. Did oh. I not talk about that on, on my clubhouse yesterday? Yeah. Nobody wants to be Noah. And I, didn't, I missed it yesterday, but nobody wants to be Noah. Nobody wants to be out there. Looking with, crazy. With, Looking crazy, you building the boat, you building the boat, what you doing? Nobody wants to do No that. rain. Can I, can, can I tag in? Let me tag yeah, in. Yeah, come in. That's why we do this. All right, so first of all, I'm going to tell you, the way God works is wild because I'm walking off my job beginning of the next month. I'm out. <laughs> two, two fingers. I give you two years too many, and I'm out because it's something about proving to yourself that there's nothing that can hold you back. I don't think people give enough credit 
to exercising that muscle of there's nothing I can't do, right? Like, so, so we had a conversation offline about how me and Shane, we get a high from just like doing, but it's really <laughs> exercising your muscle of faith if you really think about it, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, faith without works is dead, but also it's the hope of what you don't even see. Like you're just, it's the substance of what you hope for. Let's like, can I break it down? What you hope for with no evidence, none. None. So what we do in our humanistic self is, I need evidence, but there's there's nothing in that. There's nothing in that. If you see everything, there's nothing in that. But it's the hope. It's what you hope for and no evidence. I'm literally like, I'm, I'm gassed about this conversation because it's confirmation for me. Because I, I said this week, I was like, I'm at the point where if, if you try to even have a conversation about the what ifs, I ain't trying to hear you. And people get afraid to shut down conversations in certain seasons, but you don't understand. There's there's a season of building the boat where you can't have no kind of conversations about the what ifs. Now, it's not every time, right? Like, we're, it's just not about being ignorant, like you don't listen to good advice. But what happens when you got to go with what you feel, what you know you're being called to? Yeah. And you got to throw out logic. Don't even start me. Because yeah. sometimes logics get, logic will get you caught up because mm. that's where overthinkers get messed up because they start letting their logic take over and they don't have that ability to jump off of something you hope for because that's scary. So it's funny that Shane even said that because I'm like, dang, okay, all right, this is dope because I've been literally telling myself, like, you got to cut the cord. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you don't, that security will keep you in bondage. Yeah, because you get a check every week. Your salary is the bribe that they give you to keep you working for their dream. Forget about your dream. Yeah. And like yeah. this, I'm like, that's they took slavery and figured out how to market it to everybody. Yeah. Y'all got it. Yeah. Y'all got it. Yeah. They took yeah. slavery and, and said, you know what? This is a smart idea, but we can actually get everybody to buy into we can get people to buy into slavery. Buy into it with your time. Give us your time. So now you don't have to be man stronghold into slavery it gets you to buy into it and what's bugged out is the ones that fall for it the most are the ones that are here the ones that are the ones that are born here like if you think about why is it that most people that come over and i'm please i'm please forgive the verbiage i don't know how to say it but chinese indian people they come over here and they start businesses they come over here and they own stuff we tell our kids to go to college (laughs) you know what i'm saying And, and it's unbelievable Unbelievable, man. What you got, Britt? Oh, go ahead, Ari. No, Vic, I'm gonna pass it to Vic. I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm processing. So forgive me. Um, I think we, we in our individual spaces sometimes look, and we do need evidence. We do need some sort of confirmation sometimes, right, Ari? Like you said, you heard Shane say that, and that was the evidence that you needed that you were making the right decision because I do think in our head sometimes we tell ourselves we crazy like this is crazy yeah doing this. yes this is crazy but you do need you do need confirmation that other people have done it and been okay yeah, yeah some people need more than others uh and where I think about where I am I can have a five-year plan because the high that I chase is that visionary and the dream needs to be that big and that large because that's what keeps me that driven in the one year, the two year, shoot, even the six months, even the me time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember, you said out loud your dream is to be in the dream home in mm-hmm. five years. You took a day off to take a day off. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I took a day off from their job to put in work for my dream. Yep. So for me, that's where my head goes. Mm-hmm. So follow question. What happens when plans fail? You pivot. You pivot. Like, I'm great at it. And I heard somebody say in a room the other day, I don't say pivot because that means you stop and you go the opposite direction. And and I that's not how I see pivot. That's not how it was taught to me, right? A pivot, right, is I need to figure out a move, my next move. A pivot is, yes, my the path that I was on is impeded and I have to take a different direction. Now, that might be go back the other way or it might be left, it might be right, it might be diagonal. At the end of the day, what I'm teaching myself in a pivot is I have options. Mm-hmm. Just because of the direction I was headed might be impeded. You still have other options. You might not like the consequences that's associated with it, but at the end of the day, it's still an option. Yeah, I agree. I agree. My take is, like I've said a million times, man plant, God grows. And then Also, you have to be honest with yourself. Did you do the work? Have you been putting in the work? And if you know unequivocally you've done the best to your ability, you feel me? Like you've put in the hours, you've put in the man plan. Sometimes God's not saying no. He's just saying not right now. Right. Right. Or you haven't learned that lesson that you need to learn. Or you haven't handled that habit or take unrooted that thing. So I can't give you this. Like I'm convinced... I'm not a millionaire yet because I, I eat too much. So if 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 I love fast food, so if God gave me that million right now or allowed me to uh, allow me some just, just for right the fast now, food. Yeah, I'd lose it because I'd be eating all of it, fam. Like that's smart though. That's facts. Like I've thought about that many times. Like, hey, why, why, you know, like in camp, da 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 da. And I've literally heard it in my spirit, like. You ain't doing right. You ain't. Yeah. He said, you got to yeah. be a good steward over what I gave you first yeah. for me to even give you more. Yeah. yeah. And so it really comes down to a level of honesty and maturity to say, yeah. you know what, man, honestly, if I had the $200,000, I probably would be on vacation. You know, I'm not giving yeah. you to go on vacation right now. So you're going to sit here with the hundred or you're going to sit here with the hundred dollars yeah. you're gonna sit here until you understand like i'm not giving it to you when you go out on vacation but that's facts like i've had that so many times in praying for my parents and i'd be like girl we don't stop you know why you're in. like it's the facts like your habits is bad you gotta change your habits and, yeah. and i was gonna say that too like the question you asked about what happens when it doesn't work um is lessons like I think we have to change the narrative of like failure, right? Because the greatest of people will tell you to fail forward. That's if they're gonna they tell you fail forward, fail fast, and get up faster. That's what they're gonna tell you. Because in in the midst of failure, the more times you fail, the more the quicker you learn not to do it. The worst thing is to be doing something and think you're doing it right, and you've wasted so much time in that space, other than all right, I'm gonna make a move. All right, that didn't work. Let me pivot. And I agree with you. Like, I don't think pivot is wrong. Like, you, I think you always come to a space in your life where you gotta pivot. Like, all right, that didn't work. Change. Like, all right, this not gonna work. Change. And and here's the thing about pivot. Like, if I think about it in basketball, because I used to play basketball. Yes, I did. Okay. If I think about it in sports, you gotta be quick with it. 
this is where people get messed up because if you play in basketball and you take it too long to think how you're going to pivot, the ball's gone. It's over. It's on another team. And so what it really is is saying that you got to fail fast and recover faster. You got to be quick about it. So we take time and sit in failure of, or sit in that space of like, oh, it's not going to work. And so we sit there. And that's it's the most frustrating thing for me because I'm like, at the end of the day, what sitting there is going to do what for you? And, and, and our minds are so powerful that you have the ability to be able to be quick, but you got to train the muscle, your mind muscle to do that. Let me add on top of that, because we're, we're talking around it. And, and as we describe the pivot, something that we're not saying that should be said is the goal never changed. You ask, what if it don't work? That never that never was the thought is that it's not going to work. I talk to you about my strategy and what I'm going to do. What, if, what happens if the, if it, the plan don't work? The plan is going to work. Mm-hmm. It is going to I'm going to reach the goal. Yeah, I just wrote it down. It's managing the gap between what we want and where we are. I just literally wrote that down is managing. And, and I think that's, that's another piece that shoot I'm dealing with right now. Like, and and you know, what's so dope about it is sometimes even in that gap, nothing's wrong. You're getting, you have everything. You're, you're well off, but it's still not, you know, um, you're never contented or you, you've lost perspective of the bigger picture of where you're going. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's like what I talked about the GPS. Um, when you put in where you're at, where you're going, the point of the GPS is to tell you if it has like detours. Now, here's mm. the funny thing: when we want to get somewhere in real life, this is why I'd be like, man, if we could just take real life examples and live our life, the 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 examples are there, right? Greatest thing about Jesus is that he taught in parables. Why he teaches in parables? Because he he said, I can give you something that you can understand so that you can apply it to the bigger goal and purpose of your life. Here's the thing. When we put in a destination in a GPS, GPS, we want to get there so bad that if it tells us it's a detour, we take in the detour. Mm-hmm. If it tells us it's going, we got to be in traffic for an hour, we in traffic. We like, all right, here come that red line. Here come the red line. All right, let's prepare ourselves. But but what happens in life, and that's why I call my planet GPS practice. I'm like, this is this is where we jack up. And what you don't understand is the benefit of having the GPS is that it could tell you that the detour is coming so you can prepare. We get mad when the warning comes for destruction because we worry about destruction. No, the warning is so you can prepare, so you can pivot, so you can detour. Like that's the thing, right? So it's funny how in our just like everyday life, we could get dogmatic about going to the mall and it don't matter. In Houston, we got bad traffic. Let me tell you, I thought Cali was bad. Let me tell you why Houston is worse because they can't drive. At least in Cali, we could drive, okay? In Cali, we could whip. Like, we know how to dash through lanes. When I first came out here, it was like, you drive crazy. I was like, no, it's the Cali in me. We know how to get around some stuff, right? But the thing about it is, is that even no matter what comes in that destination of just wanting to get to like a mall, we willing to sit through it. But then we talk about how you're going to hit some detours and you're going to hit some traffic and your journey from, from point A to the goal to purpose. And we ready to tap out because I don't want to wait in traffic. Two, it's going to take two years. Eh, watch out. I'm like, that's, that's, that's bad mentality. That's toxic mentality. 
because you're not willing to go through nothing, but you'll do it to go to a physical location. Mm -hmm. Tell me your purpose is not worth more than that. Mm -hmm. just saying, I just... That's dope. You change the route, but you don't change the destination. Always. Mm -hmm. Oh, I got to write that down. Hold on. I'll give you credit for it, though. I'll give you credit. <laughs> All right. Um, would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job? Win the lottery. Win the lottery. <laughs> Easy. All day. All day. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I'd rather, like I was going to say when Ari was talking about winning the lottery early, I know why I haven't won because in my ignorance, I, I've said, shoot, I'm, I'm going to go up to my job in a tank top, some shorts, and some slides. I am going to put my feet up on my boss's desk, expect him to look at me strange, say, oh, by the way, I quit. Flip the table or the computer over, take my car, roll it, up, drive up to the dealership, and before I get there, just hop out and let it roll into the... Like I said, I was going to be ignorant because that's so outside of myself in terms of you know how I would operate with anything else, and that's why I haven't won the lottery. So I've been trying to reel that back, <laughs> even in my thoughts. Like, like okay, I okay, I okay. So I just got to change that. I just got to change my God. reaction. God, I promise I won't do it. I, I won't do that. Uh, but I'd rather win the lottery because how I now view money as a tool to make more money as before I would have seen it as a way to splurge. Gotcha. The facts. Yeah, I, I appreciate you. the journey, but I'll take the lottery too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, what are you reading right now? <sighs> I, you know, I'm audio book. I'm an auditory learner. So what are you listening to? So um, what is this thing called? The Power of Habit. I'm listening to it over. Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Great book because it teaches you and talks about how habits are formed, where the triggers start and how you can reprogram your habits. It even goes into great detail. I'll tell you specifically, if you get this book, chapter five talks about Starbucks and how they built a following in a community, starting with the culture that they created in teaching their employees how to mm. service people. They taught their employees how to have greater expectation for mm. delivering this service because they knew that this service was higher than what anybody else provided. They started with the employees and if the employees expected and felt trained on how to deliver this high level of service, mm. the people would then gravitate to it and come to it because they then expect to receive that service as they have more confidence in the competence of the organization and the people. Mm. That's good. So, power of habit. Second time. What are y'all um, right. I'm not a big reader like that i'm gonna be honest i've never been um so many books i've been like suggested to read and like like what you just said like that sounds so dope but it's just something like i uh i'm not saying it's the best okay i'm not saying my ways are conventional they're so unconventional but i gotta kind of be led like it depends on what's going on right like the books that i can't say that i have read it came out of like um a need you know i was going through something and I, I wanted to figure it out. I, I was dealing with something and I, I wanted some clarity or I wanted to do that. I mean, the one book I'm reading right now is the Bible, but I'm gonna be real honest. I don't mean that in like a churchy way. I mean it in the sense of, the Bible is like a soap opera for me. 
it got all the drama, it got all the tea, it got all the scandals, it got everything. And so I always can find myself somewhere in the scriptures. Um, but I do have a book right here that I'm starting to read, which is um, somebody sent it to me. Um, it's called Unlocking the Treasure, 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 excuse me, within. It's by K. Noel Jordan Jr. And so I'm just starting that because like I said, I do it, I do it out of need. So it just depends on what I'm going through. Now I'm always listening to two things. I'm always listening to them. I can do um listen to being read. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Um but yeah that's that's where I'm if I'm you doing. if you are listening to videos then you might be an auditory learner. Have yeah. you ever tried audio books? So yes and I was gonna say that now like there's some um, T Jake's books and some other books that as if it's on audio I can do it. Like I can definitely do it. Yeah so I subscribe to Audible because you can do audiobooks and yeah. on the way to work, coming home, weekends, cutting grass, I can listen and do other things. So just a suggestion. Yeah, and I think that's it too, because I be moving too much. I feel like reading just push you up. Like sit. Yeah, and, and I ask because I everything that I've <clears throat> studied here recently, it's been that successful people take in, or quote unquote, whatever that is, successful people take in an exorbitant amount of information through reading. And I, I'm like you, Ari, like, if I'm being honest, I don't think I, I've read anything until I had to write my dissertation. Um, and I don't necessarily like reading, but I do find myself enjoying listening to podcasts. And now because of Vic listening to audiobooks. So um, I'm reading, again, 10X um, by Grant Cardone. And it's just, I'm, I'm trying to what I'm trying to, I'm, I'm doing it for technical reasons. I'm trying to see how he put together an audio book. But also, I'm just trying to grasp that idea of when you listen to 10X, he speaks in a way that makes you really believe that he believes what he's saying. And, and like when you said, um, you read the Bible as a soap proper. I, 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 I chuckle because most people do. The problem is most people don't live out what they're reading. Mm-hmm. And, and try to apply and that's for me where the, the, the gap is so um i'm yeah as I said, i'm reading grant cardone 10x for the second time in about two months i think that applying thing though if i could just say is is across the board i don't even think it just comes to the bible i think it comes to everything everything i think people have such an issue with with applying but the problem is, is that you don't really believe that, yeah. and that's, yeah. i i work so hard to to talk about the power of belief because it doesn't whatever you're reading, if you don't really believe it, that's 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 the the follow through that's such a problem, and it's it's all those limiting beliefs, it's all those caps that people place on their minds that they have so hard executing. Like action is is such a is it is a gap, um, and I think to that point, if I could be totally honest, um, I find myself staring away from reading a lot of books because. I don't want to get fat off information. So for me, I'd be like, if I read something, I gotta like carry it out because I feel like people get fat off information. Like, oh, I read, you know, t- I, re- I read 10 books and like, okay, but how much action did you take after you read? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like Clubhouse. I'd be like, I'm like, I'm so serious about, I don't go in every room and right. no, like, if I'm in a room, it's either, okay, I'm there to speak or whatever, give value and, you know, be encouraged, or I'm taking notes about how to monetize my IG and Facebook and what's the hot thing and what they're doing. Because I feel like it's quantity over quality. And some people are stuck in 
quantity. So they re, 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 and you do nothing. They're fed off information. Yeah. Now, it's one thing to get the information digested and go back, right? That's how our bodies are created. Like you're supposed to um, ingest, digest, and get rid of it, you know, whatever. So I don't think people are doing that. Where take it in, and I've literally been in like uh, training courses or whatever, and I'll stop myself. And, and people will be like, oh, we haven't seen you on the training. I said, yeah, because I've, I went through five trainings and I haven't had no time to get through the material. I needed, I needed you know, action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got to take it and digest. I think I'll add this last piece as we talk about why people take in a lot of info and don't take action. I think they miss the connection to their goal or the destination that they're trying to reach. And within that connection exists commitment and conviction. They're not fully committed to that GPS destination that they say they want to go. And the fact that they are not moving towards it, they feel no conviction about it. Mm -hmm. When you feel convicted about not making progress, you then become committed to achieving the goal. So super random, just want to have a conversation. Um, quote of the day. Actually, quote and a thought, sorry. Quote, your level of exposure determines your level of success. Your level mm -hmm. of exposure determines your level from success. I stole that from the Secret to uh, Secret to Success podcast. I guess that's ETNM. And also, try to be the person that fails more than most people try. Mm. Try to be that person that fails more than most people have tried. My mm. thoughts, comments, my people. Go ahead, Ari. Um... I agree with the first one for sure. Like I do think uh, your level of exposure, I think it's a more of a question of like what type of exposure are we talking about? How are we getting that exposure um, and in what way? But I, I, I can say I do agree with that. Um, you know, hidden uh, 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 light don't do nothing. So if you hide a light, you know, it, it don't do nothing. It's when you expose the light. So I agree with that. Um, that second one, uh, say, say it one more time. Feel more than most people try. I agree. Because one thing about people who like me and Shane who like just do it, um, I feel like we don't man, it's hard to say. Okay. I was gonna say we don't waste time. Now but hear me out, hear me out. Because I do think more people who debate just doing it, you you waste time and learning the lesson faster. Um, I, I get how it could be so controversial, but I would rather be the one who's willing to take the risk than to sit down and calculate all the steps. Because for me, that messes with my God peace. Like somewhere in that, I start relying on my own strength and it was never meant to be that. You know what I'm saying? So so I do feel like, yeah, I felt more than, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I agree. I feel like- my, my my twist on that is get started, get pretty later. Like I, I'm notorious for just jumping out there one leg in and just saying, listen, I, I'll figure it out when I get there. Me too. Like, <laughs> all right, all right. It don't look, it's, because here's, here's what you find out. Let me say this, right? Is that the millionaires and billionaires and all that, most of their stories started, you know, somewhere like I was in my car, spent my last hundred dollars, you know, whatever. Or, um, you know, like, like my, my master mentor, she's always my aunt, whatever. Her name's Tywas. She literally took one shirt and built a whole t-shirt company. So it's funny. We have a t-shirt company. I mean, you know, whatever. You want t-shirt. We do embroidery, all that. She took one shirt. 
She didn't have no inventory, nothing. Took one shirt. Um, it, it says Jesus Girl. It's spelled weird, but it's meant like that to be like a witnessing tool. And she sold that shirt into a complete company versus somebody else who would have said, "Man, I don't, I don't got, I don't got no inventory." And, and you know, how many of these? And, well, shoot, I need money. See, and that's where I'd be like, "Nah, just do it, just do it." Because you got people making billions and millions of dollars, and they just decided to go with it and, to like you said, it. ready it up later. Yeah, I posted it a couple of days ago. Some of us learn from other people's mistakes and the rest of us have to be the other people. <laughs> yeah. So, who's signing up to be the other people? Yep. It's Somebody back what to. Shane said, though. Don't nobody want to be Noah. Nobody want to be Noah. Nope. This is dope, man. Yeah. Dope conversation. Always appreciate what you bring to the table because it always ends up being gold. Everything you touch is gold, homie. Everything. Ari. Talk about me. No, we talking about Shane. We talking about Shane. All right, Shane. All right, cool. You said, you said little sis. You said little sis. Right, you right. I'm with it. <laughs> Plus, we got to leave some for Jay. Jay say you supposed to record with him, and he just gonna see how you feel. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him. I, 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 yeah, I got get, something. He, he might be nervous right now. Like, man, she ain't got nothing. She's still recording. <laughs> we gotta keep this wraps until it come out because. Another dope conversation as always, and we always appreciate y'all for rocking with us. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, share the show. People need to hear this message because people need to find a purpose. They need to live life on purpose from the bottom of our hearts, Purpose Addicts. We love you. We'll see you in season two. We out.